Hello and welcome to Me, The Wife and Wrexham AFC, a weekly podcast and YouTube channel discussing everything Wrexham from the point of view of long-term fans and brand new fans like my wife. So sit back, put your feet up, relax and let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome back to episode 19. We usually take it in turns of who's going to do the intro, but today Ryan is a bit poorly. So are you okay to crack on? Well, I'm going to soldier on (laughs) because that's what people out there want, is they want a podcast (laughs) and I'm here to deliver that podcast. You're such a brave soldier. I am. I'm just going to apologise now. As we've talked about before, Sham does all the social media. And obviously, when all the listeners out there realise that I'm ill, you know, you're going to have to deal with all the hundreds and thousands of messages of well-wishing towards me. You're just going to have to deal with them. And I do apologise for that. But um, yeah, you Apologise in advance. So we went to York, didn't we? We did, yes. And um, York decided to give me... Um, some disease or something i don't know what it is it's not covid it's not covid it's just not a, covid it's a, i was fine yesterday all day i was sinking my madri and i was thinking i'm fine no it's not a hangover but i was fine all day yesterday. <laughs> that's what i thought to be honest no, it was a hangover. and then i woke up this morning just been shivering i don't i'm oh, just tired but he's gonna soldier on and he's not gonna moan about it no no, 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 no. no, no. I'm, not, I'm not like that. Should we get crack on, cracking on? Yeah, cracking on. Let's, let's cr- crack on. Let's crack on. Yeah. So um, we took the fan cam with us again yesterday. We did. We did. It was uh, it was a bit of a weird game to be honest because it wasn't really nothing really happened. I don't think. <sighs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, the fan cam's fun when you say, and you do say we took the fan cam, but it's Ryan. It's me. Held it. It's me taking the fan cam. Yes, because I it? don't know how to hold it, and I don't want it right in my face. Yeah, because you know, no one wants to see up my nose. So <laughs> no one wants to see up anybody's nose. <laughs> but no, it's fun the whole fan cam thing. They got in touch. Yes. Said, do you want to take it to York with you? And it was like yes course we do um and uh we looked on the back of the tickets and it, it did say on the york tickets under no circumstances is any uh filming equipment allowed in the ground yeah so we we didn't really know what to do so we sort of smuggled it in didn't we, <laughs> we were it like, in your pocket I was like, this, this camera it did this camera doesn't belong to us i don't want to get it taken off me yeah um but yeah no it was really good fun hopefully the more times we do this the better we'll get the better we'll get out. And we I mean, we took it to the um the last home game. Hold the shot. And it was actually an okay game. So we got some hopefully we've got some good footage there, but we're not so sure about the York footage, are we? Yeah, I just want to be on the documentary, to be honest. Well, talking of being on the T V Oh yeah. Obviously it was on BT Sport, wasn't it, yesterday? Yeah. And we had a message from um one of our listeners. Um and he said um that we were on the well, I was on the fifty-sixth minute. Yeah, you just sort of just saw. I think you saw half of me. Yeah, your dad was on it, and Alfie was on it, and I was on it. Yeah. Um, I think I was giving Alfie a kiss or something yeah, like that. I can't remember. Don't it. know. No. But then I think we were both on it on the eighty-eighth minute when we scored. You could see us celebrating. Yeah, and we were a bit, bit zoomed out that one. But that yeah. was, that's our. We you know, were. We were yeah. on the tally. Anyway, so about York. Uh, before we get into the game, mm. um, what did you think of of the, the ground and stuff? Um, well, as I said to you yesterday, it was a step up from Oldham's. Uh, I think it, 
without being rude, uh, most things are a step up from Oldham, though. But it's, it's it's quite a new new stadium, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a weird location. You it's get, like you've got Sainsbury's, and you've got a retail park, and then you've got a Kia dealership. Yeah, and then you've got a swimming pool. Yeah, and then, oh look, there's the ground. <laughs> it's it is in a very bizarre it place. Is, but I think a lot of new grounds now. It's what you've got to bear in mind is it's about where can you buy the land to actually do it. You know, unless you're going way out of town, which it is out of town. But I mean, you know, it's sort of fit in where it did, didn't it? So it was, yeah, it's a nice ground and food and drink was good. I, was, I, yeah. I yeah, I enjoyed that. I well, we got food and drink this time. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, it was really good. We got there nice and early, didn't we? We and did. It was, uh, I had a lovely balty pie, which was very we did. nice. We did. And I had a couple of pints of Amstel. I had a sausage roll, uh, yeah, which yeah. you ate half of it. Yeah, yeah, it was too crumbly for too, you apparently. <laughs> too but flaky. What, flaky, sorry, whatever that means. But anyway, <laughs> I ate it and it seemed fine to me. Um, the prices were a bit mm, a bit questionable questionable were they well i had a hot dog and it was four pound fifty and i think i actually said when i saw it i went four pound fifty and i think the man behind the till was thinking yeah eh, i don't know I, uh, it was a big hot dog to be fair yeah i'm not so. i'm never usually that bothered you know we we all had some food we did we, we, i had a couple of drinks and it was 20 odd quid and it's all like you know is it, it is what be? it is isn't it it's not it's not that bad is it no. I mean, if you if you'd have put everything down, it was 30, 40 quid. I maybe have had something to say, but not, not for what it was. Yeah. Now, again, before we discuss the game, oh. I think there's one very important point that I think we need to bring up. And it is regarding the you're sitting in my seat brigade, which now, just to give everyone a little bit of a rundown about this. So at away games, yep. when you go to an away game, the unspoken, unwritten rule, rule yep. is you sit where you want. Your ticket is allocated to a seat, but you get into the ground and you sit where you want. That's what everybody does at an away game. Now, however, however, you <laughs> always get some people who go, oh, you're sitting in my seat. You're sitting in my seat. Um, excuse me. You're sitting in my seat. No, nobody is sitting in your seat. Go and sit where you want. Now, we did have quite an irate lady yesterday didn't we and she had some children with her and she was saying you're in my seat and they very politely they weren't said, talking to us no no not, no, to, us. not to us they very politely the people who were sitting there said um maybe you should go away and find another <laughs> seat and she went to the stewards to say you need to sort this out because they're sat in my seat and the steward sort of went yeah like I mean, that. what did she expect? Literally two seconds before the game was I about know. to start. Yeah. Now, uh, as well, there was another issue. Um, sort of during the day, they were the stewards and everything were quite adamant because you panicked a little bit because none of us were sitting together. Were no, we? we weren't. The stewards were very adamant. No, it's not sit where you want. You sit in your allocated seat. And you know, we were like, "Good luck with that." And he'd go, "No, no, no, I don't care. It's not good luck with that. You sit in your seat." And we we're like, "No, it, it's not going to happen." And you were sort of like, "Well, how, you know, how's this going to play out?" And I said, "You've got like sixteen hundred of us at the game, right?" The I likelihood of us all getting ticket, them getting tickets together. Yeah, and I was like, it's, it, "They might for the first two or three yeah. or four people that go, they're sitting in my seat. They might do something about it." But out of them 1,600, I can guarantee you 1,400 of them were not sitting in their seats. Of course. So this is a message for people who 
maybe don't go to many away games or are thinking of going to their first away game or whatever it might be. What Don't look on the website and go, oh, I'd like to sit there or I'd like to sit there. Oh, there's a row of four seats that are together. I'm going to buy them. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody is sitting in your seat. Buy a ticket for the game. First come, first serve. Sit where you like. I also don't care what the stewards say, what the club say. It doesn't matter. It's sit where you want, okay? Nobody is sitting in your seat. Let's move on. <laughs> it's just an, it's just stupid. Because most, most people know the rule, right? Yeah. It's not, as I say, it's an unwritten rule. Most people know it. Just get on with your life. Sit somewhere else. And, and then, you know, anyway. 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 You're sitting in my seat. No. Right, anyway. Should we get sorry. on with the game? Yeah, let's talk about the game. game. So, sorry, you're gonna inhale. No, you inhaled them to start speaking, but no, I, I seem very. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm not with it, am I? No, but it's fine. It's fine because I, you know, I take the show anyway. I carry, I carry <laughs> both of us. So, go on. What were you gonna say anyway? So, first 25 minutes of the game. Yeah. I and I'm sure a lot of other people feel yourself. Yeah. Um, we we were in control. For the first 25 minutes, I think. I do agree with that. And the reason I agree with that is I wrote that note. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, you're, that you're very... Oh, my God. That you're you... very nicely reading out as if it's your own point of view. Oh, my God. <laughs> Completely throwing me under the bus there. No, no. I do, <laughs> I do agree. I did think that. But yeah. That opinion no, we though. were. We were very much in control um, <laughs> in that first 25 minutes. Um, we were looking at, at it and we were having a little conversation going, look, these aren't very good. York weren't great. They were, you know, we were all over and we didn't really create anything particularly clear cut though, did we? That you sort of go, ooh, maybe we take Mullen had a header at one point, didn't he? I think he had a few, to be fair. Yeah, he had a header, which was was really off target. Um, and I think we were getting sort of in the right areas in that first 25 minutes without actually sort of doing anything, doing anything with, with the possession and the yeah. space that we had. Um, I very much think York were out of it for that first 25 minutes. They were, they were nowhere. And as time crept on, it just sort of felt like we lost our grip yeah. on that game. Yeah. And it was completely within our control for, um, for you know, a long period. What do you think caused that, though? Um, I don't know. I think when you're, when you're in control and you're, you're sort of not creating anything, it, it can knock, maybe knock your confidence a little bit because we didn't really create anything. We had a couple of shots and, and things like that. And it sort of felt like something was coming, but... It it just didn't, and I, there was a there was definitely a lack of creativity. I think in the in the whole play, you know, yeah. it was it was quite stagnant at times, and it was a bit boring to watch. A lot of people have said that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what don't a lot know. of people have said. No, I, I don't know. I read something, and I can't remember for the life of me what I read. Wow, I'm well, I'm. I'm Sure. You know when you're little and someone says to you, think before you speak? Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that a bit more. Yeah, definitely. You, definitely. Um, <laughs> well, we picked up a couple of viewers and listeners on that, on that <laughs> just from that past 30 seconds alone. No, I, I, I think it was... It, see, in a situation like that, you know, you're looking at the game and when we got to about sort of 60, 70 minutes, 
Um, previously, what we would have done, we'd have gone, oh, I tell you what this game needs. It needs a bit of Elliot Lee coming off the bench, right? And then you go, mm, he's hang, there. On, hang on a minute. <laughs> he's already off the bench and he's not really doing that much. He looks good and he holds on to the ball very well. But again, he didn't really create that much either. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's one of them, who do you bring on? Who do you bring on? We brought on Mendy, who's very attacking-minded. Yeah, uh, we, I thought we felt... switched the midfielder for Dalby, so it's more intac- attacking intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know sometimes. I, I think people bang on about our strength in depth. I'm not You bang on about our strength in depth a little bit. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Looking at the game yesterday, yeah. I'm not sure how much in depth we have that strength. Mm-hmm. We have defending strength in depth, you know, and we've got all sorts that we could be bringing on. But when you're chasing the game a little bit, you know, with all the will in the world and no offence to him, Reese Hall Johnson isn't winning you a game, is he? If To bring him on the yeah. bench. I mean, he has won his games in the past. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying... You know, if you're going, right, okay, it's nil-nil, we need a goal, let's bring on Harry Lennon. Do you know know what I mean? It's not, that's not what you want. You want somebody who's going to affect the game. And I think we definitely lack. Do you think we missed uh, Jordan Davis yesterday? Or do you think it was, uh, it wouldn't have made any difference? No, I think where we would have missed him, I think Lee still would have started. Yeah. But I think where we missed Jordan yesterday was, let's say we were set up with Lee starting, Jordan was on the bench, and then you want to take off a defender mm-hmm. or a defensive midfielder, then that's where Jordan's perfect to come on mm-hmm. because you're switching the dynamic from yeah. a, a defensive-minded player to an attacking-minded player. Yeah. So that's where I think you miss him. Although to say that, I don't think uh, uh, Jordan Davis and Elliot Lee play particularly well, great yeah. together. I don't think it suits yeah. the system. But yeah. if you're going to switch that up to maybe a four-four-two, which we did, yes, then we changed the formation a couple of times, didn't we? Yeah, we went. So we went four-four-two. I say we. I'm <laughs> oh, gonna, did. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try and get this right in my head. I think we went four-four-two first, and then we went four-three-three. So we have or whichever three. order you want to say it. No, we, we that's I think pretty much what we did. Yeah, and I think uh, neither particularly worked very well. I think it was one of the it was one of them where we got. We'll talk about Tom O'Connor's goal in a minute, but when he scored, I think that was very much a goal that could have been scored regardless of the formation you were playing. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of like a set... By him or someone else? No, from anyone. It was sort of like a set piece sort of situation, and it was like still a worldie though. Yeah, and it was. We'll talk about that in a second. But <laughs> sorry, I'm very mad. I remember. But um, you know, it was. I I, I don't think the formation created yeah. that. I think yeah. that was very much. A, a, you could be. You could have been playing anything, and in that sort of set piece scenario, yeah, that goal would have come probably. But so I don't think it particularly helped. Um. So what? What? You, you've mentioned. <laughs> You've mentioned it three times now, so go tell me about Tom O'Connor's goal. What did you think? Well, if I'm honest, mm. I didn't really, I didn't see it because, uh, yeah, I just didn't see it. But I watched it back, yeah, because there was somebody put something on. I think it was the people who follow the the team. I think, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, official yeah, videographers yeah, yeah. or whatever you want to call them. Um, I think her name's Amy. She filmed it, and 
it was actually because obviously Luke Young assisted with it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he just, he did like a weird like kung fu back kick sort of it, it thing. Was, it was like, it, it, it was, was odd. It wasn't really an overhead kick. It was sort of, well, it sort of was, but then it was sort of the outside of his foot, sort of that way. It was a very, it was a strange goal. It Which was, makes it, it a good goal, to well, be when, fair. When we saw it, the funny thing, everyone was going, who scored that? Who scored that? You said that to me, yeah, and I was like, I don't know who. And then the guy next to me goes, I think it was Elliot Lee. I think it was Elliot Lee. And then they announced it, and we were like, Tom O'Connor? Seriously? And it, because we couldn't see. The sun yeah. was in our face most oh, of the day. Yeah. It was horrendous. Yeah. And it, but it was, it was a great goal. It was very good, very... Um, what what you call what what would you say in ingenious sort of like you know um you know sort of made a it up fluke, on the spot a fluky it kick a, no it wasn't a fluke I think I think he knew what he was doing I just think it was you know very creative in a game that lacked creativity that goal was creative it was very creative of him to do that and I was very surprised it was him that scored it. And to he'd be honest, literally been on a few minutes, has he, before he scored that goal? I don't know how long he was on, to be honest. Well, but I don't think he he, was he came on as a sub anyway, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. he? So I mean, yeah. I you know, but it was, I you know genuinely thought he'd won us the game. And I think everybody thought. We, I think yeah. even the players thought he'd won us the game. So we were in a perfect position for their goal, weren't yes. we? So they equalised late on. Um, what did you make of that? Before I put my pennies worth in, what did you make of their goal? Well, I've, a lot of people have put on social media that it was Howard's fault. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But looking at like the the playback of it, mm. I don't think. I mean, if it was anybody's fault, mm. I personally would say it was Mendy's fault mm. because he could have quite easily have got that ball. Who I don't even know who the other player was. Um, got that ball off him, but he didn't. And I think I think Howard did as much as he could do, and that might <laughs> be. You know, completely disregarded from people, but that's how, that's personally how I think. I don't think because we were at a good a, a, a good angle. We were in. I would say we were probably in the perfect. Angle. Yeah, and, and I, I think don't. We, think we he... saw a lot of things that people maybe didn't see. Yeah, so I don't think he could have done anything more than he actually did. Is that because he's not good enough to, or do you just think? No, I don't. I just don't think no. he could have done any more than no, he did. No. He, he he tried his best. Yeah, <laughs> you're such a mum. <laughs> he tried his best, and unfortunately, well, on this want. occasion, it wasn't good well, enough. That's what you want, isn't it? You yeah, want him no. to try their best. I, I, my, from for what it's worth, um, my opinion was I saw that he got destroyed on social media. Mark Howard, after that, people were like, "Not good enough." He definitely should have saved that, and there was a lot of that flying about yesterday. So for, everybody is a manager. Yeah, for my for what it's worth, from the angle that we were at, I think you're wrong. Yeah, and I also what? and I also think everybody else on social media are wrong. So, right, the ball got played through. Yeah, mm-hmm. little ball onto the outside. Number one shouldn't really be letting a player score from that sort of angle. But let's put that to one side for a second. So, Mendy is maybe slightly off his man. Yeah, but he is in an okay position, I would say. Yeah, now. He's dived to try and stop that ball. Now, whether... And I think he's done what he could to get to to block that ball. Yep. Um, so I don't think Mendy's done a lot wrong. Uh, maybe he was maybe he was slightly off. Maybe he could have been a bit closer to his man. But I don't think he's done a, a hell of a lot wrong in that position. Okay. Whether a lot of people realise it or not, I'm not sure. But what happened is the guy took a shot and it's travelled a couple of feet. 
and then Mendy's sliding in to try and stop it. And basically what the ball has done is it's flipped off the top of Mendy's foot and it's looped. And it's looped. And we saw it from our angle right in the top corner. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Now, I think where a lot of people think Howard could have done better is it appeared it went in the goal quite slow. Yeah? Yeah. But it didn't really. I mean, it sort of appears like that, but it's hit his foot. So, number one, the angle of that has changed mm -hmm. from very close in front of him. So that I would say it was going sort of mid-height goal, maybe even lower down. Yeah. It's flicked off Mendy's foot and it's changed from sort of, you know, halfway down the goal to right in the top corner. And yeah. it was right in the top corner. It was, yeah. I think Howard had no chance with that. I think a lot of goalkeepers would have got caught out with that. And I think it's the deflection that put it where it was. It's basically, it's hit Mendy, it's looped up, it's and it's ended right up in corner. it's gone right in the top corner, I would say. And But regardless of that, I don't think that Howard deserved all the abuse that he got. No, I don't think that goal was his fault at all. No. I don't care what, I don't care if that's a different opinion to everybody else's. I, I really don't. It's my opinion. I was there. I saw it from a good angle. I, I don't care what everyone else thinks. I do care what people think, but I, I don't care that my opinion's different to everybody else's. No. I think they are wrong. And I don't think that goal was his fault. I don't care about your opinion, but you're wrong. <laughs> I, well, you know, when you're ill and you just, I lose all sort of filter, really. I don't care. I don't care what you think. That's not what I think. Do you know what I mean? It's not, though. It's, and I think the stick he got is either from for. some people who saw it from a different angle, some people who weren't even at the game, whatever. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I think you're wrong. In this instance, you're wrong. It wasn't his fault. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I need you're a, wrong. I you're need, wrong. You're wrong. I need, we... I need a high horse for this you, episode. Uh, well, I think you're very much on it already, to well, be uh, Just to ask you quickly, oh. does Howard keep his place? Yeah. Okay. For now. No, no Linton. This is the problem that I've got. Yeah. I like Linton. Uh, uh, sorry, Linton. I like Howard. Yeah. Um, I think he's done as... He, you know, he's done as well for the past however many games. Done as well. Done yeah. as well. Um, but I, from a personal point of view, I would like to see Layton play mm. a few games. Yeah. And maybe that's what's going on in Parky's head. He's thinking, right, okay, let's just get to a certain point of the season and then we'll bring Layton back in. And a lot of people are saying bring Layton back in. And yeah. I, I get that because people are thinking about before, obviously, how Howard came in. Yeah. I keep him Howden. Yeah, I know you did yesterday, to be I honest. I don't know, because that's where we got a picture from. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, you can't so... promote businesses. Businesses want to sponsor us. <laughs> More than welcome to discuss them. Disregard that. Kitchens can be bought anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know whether Parky is thinking, um, you know, let Howard mm. play a few games, see how he goes, see how he fares, and then maybe if we're not where we want to be at a certain point of the season, which I don't think we are where we want to be at this point no. of the season... Then um, maybe give Lainton a bit of a, a bit of a run out. Awkward one, isn't it? Really, I it think. is because you know when a, when a player comes back from injury, you know, do you really want to launch him straight back into the team? Probably not, because no. the person who's playing in that position, you want him to still feel motivated and still feel like he's not just getting dropped straight away for the person coming back, because he's ultimately still going to be the number two. So you don't want him to, you know. But then I think if Lainton was going to come back. 
I think he'd have been back by now. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think, and you've got to bear in mind what's what conversation has Parky had with Howard when he signed him? Has he signed him going, "You are the number one," or has he signed him going, "You are the number one until he comes back, and then we'll see how it goes"? Maybe. Or has he said, "You're number one until he comes back, and then he's definitely coming back in the team." Take the deal, don't take the deal. You don't know what's been said. You know, there's no. there's quite a few different scenarios there. Yeah. So um it's I quite... guess it's just a wait and see thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um so for me, yesterday, man of the match was Luke Young. I actually put on um before you start saying what were your reasons. Yeah. Um I agree. Thank you. I you know, I hate the fact that I do agree with you, but I do agree with you. <laughs> um I put on a thing um uh poll on that well it wasn't really a poll it was just a question yeah onto social media asking who um if they had to choose who would their man of the match be um we had ben tozer a few people said no one didn't they <laughs> yeah um a couple of people said couldn't even choose i yeah. don't know whether that's couldn't even choose because nobody was good enough or there was too many for them to choose i'm gonna go with the first i'm gonna one. go with the first yeah. One, so, yeah um and there was o'connor obviously because he scored the goal there was a couple of people who said o'connor yeah but we agreed and we wanted to award it to luke young yeah not that it's got anything to do with us but it, you know for us it was definitely luke young yeah. and for me i it was a, it was a point that i wanted to bring up really that it, it, if you look at the games, mm. Luke Young is your um, is your workhorse, isn't he? Yes. He, he turns up every game. Does. He puts the same performance in every game. When the team play bad, he is still at... I would say Luke Young's one of them seven and a half, eight out of ten guys, right? And then you'll get weeks where he is overshadowed by someone who gets a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten. But on weeks like, you know, the York game, his seven and a half, eight out of ten is better than the six and a half out of ten that the nearest player got got to him. Do you so, think that he's like that because, it, you know, he has to, he's the captain and he has to lead by example? Very. I think he's very much, uh, um, I've seen him, the way that he starts the game. I just think he's a... a he's very a, professional. He's a, he's a professional. Yeah. You know, he does the same thing every week. He'll come onto the pitch, he does his little handshake in the middle, he runs the same little arc around, clapping all the fans. This, exactly the same. Yeah. Every week he does the same thing. And then he goes out there, he will run all day, he will put in a, a good performance. Um, and like I say, is he the best player that I've ever seen play in that position? No. He's not, and I'm not going to lie about that. No. But he is, I would say he was, he is possibly, no, I'll, I'll give it to him. I would say he is the most consistent player that I've seen play in that position. So if we had 11 or 10 more, 11 players like him. In we'll different positions. Yeah. yeah. We'll oh, be yeah. Like, we'll oh, 100%, be, I would be say. for home and away Because games. your team would be an 8 out of 10 every week, and I think that's probably good enough to win the league. Whereas mm. at the moment... We're having weeks that are, we're ten out of ten, and then we're having weeks where we're probably a four or five out of ten. And I just think yeah. it's that. And I think people struggle to understand we're crap away at the moment. We are. We've been really poor away. I mean, look at the. Let's just pick out some of the games. I'll pick out two because we went to them. Um, York, poor, so poor all game. We were really poor. You know, we created a couple of chances yeah. and it's sort of like we spat our dummy out and went, oh, well, this isn't going to work for us. So, um, yeah. you know, so, so let's just 
you know, would, would give up. A bit defeat. The amount of players who go down as well. They're going down. They're strong, big lads, and they're just falling. They're crumpling like a piece of paper, getting blown in the wind. And it's just stay on your feet. Get on with it. And, you know, Oldham as well. That's another one. We were awful. I know we got three points out of that, and that's mainly because of the last 20 minutes. We went, we sort of turned up and we went, oh, better play a bit here. For the first 70 minutes of that game, we were terrible. I think that we are, um, because of the, like I keep saying this over and over again, but because of the position that we're in, mm. and I don't mean in the National League, I don't mean that, mm. um, I think people... Uh, Teams, no matter where they are positioned in the yeah. league table, yeah. they are like, right, we've got Wrexham today. We're at home. Yeah. Uh, or actually, when we are away as well. You're talking about them up in their game. I think, and I said this at the beginning of the, se- the season, they yeah. are and they will up, they up their game purely because of who owns us and, you know, the, the kind of um, plethora of players that we've got. I, I, I would counteract that slightly. I, I do, while I agree... While I do agree with that, I, I don't, don't like Bill Ryan. <laughs> no, I, it's not. I, it's not that I disagree. I do agree with what you're saying. I think teams. On the however, flip, however, <laughs> on the flip side of that, I don't think York did that on Saturday. I don't. I don't feel like I looked at York going, "Oh, they were playing out of their skins." Think... I just think they're an mm. average team who played quite average, to be honest. Yeah. And okay, I think. Look, I'd have loved to have won that game, but. In the grand scheme of things, one all was probably a fair result because they were very average. But let's not let's not beat around the bush. So were we. So mm. why why did we deserve to win that game any more than they did? You know, we both scored one. You know, the nature of the game is that means it's one all. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? It's like they didn't they didn't deserve it. They didn't. I don't felt feel like they brought their A game, but we were nowhere near our best. I feel like their goal was a mistake. Ours was a good goal, assisted by Luke Young. Yeah. But I think their goal was a, a, a fluke. I'll put it out there. Their goal was a fluke. Yeah, it was. It was a deflection, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think a, a lot of people, I, I'm not sure a lot of people realised that it was a deflection. Which is why I think they're having a go at maybe, Howard because they... Maybe a little yeah. bit, but it, it yeah. was. And, it you know, it's one of them. But I don't know. Another thing that confused me as well, Hayden was struggling, wasn't he? And towards the I end think of the they game. were all struggling to no, be honest. I mean, with it, like injury wise, I think he picked up a little yeah, bit of a knock. It's worrying, isn't it? It was a little bit worrying, and he was visibly struggling. Yeah. Um, you know, we could see. But the strange thing was, at one point, they go, Right, okay, we want to take a defender off, mm-hmm. and we're going to bring on a midfielder just to try and push the game forward. Did you bring on bit. Sam Dalby for him? Um, but he didn't take Aiden off. This is my question. This is my point. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So yeah, Hayden is visibly struggling. Yeah. And you want to take a defender off. He takes a defender that's not struggling. Yeah. He yeah. took somebody else off. Sunny and it Cliff, was just, yeah. for, for me, it was just like, well, why are we leaving this guy who, who sort of at times looked like he could barely run? Yeah. And it was like you left him out there and then you took somebody else off. And, and for me, that was, uh, again, it was another baffling decision. But I think it's just happening too many times now. I mean, if you look back, we're only in, we're at the start of December. You know, the league started in August. You know, how many pe- poor away performances have we put in? How many game, How many away games have we actually lost or um, drawn? Drop points. Yeah. Not sure. We'll look into that and we'll discuss yeah. that next time. But look at look at the games. Chesterfield. Terrible performance, mm-hmm. lost. 
Notts County, not the worst performance in the world, but lost. You know, Oldham probably deserved to lose for the first 70 minutes that we played that game. Um, York, awful, managed to draw one all. You know, is you could go on as well. Uh, Wealdston, yeah. awful, couldn't even, it, it barely got a shot on target. You know, and these are all away games. And, you know, your home games, what you should be doing is banking on winning them. Let's just say we're going to win these. Oh, God, absolutely. We're winning yeah. our home games. Yeah. You're winning the league with your away form, yeah? Mm-hmm. As long as your home form's good. But you're winning the league with your away form. So, and we've got none at the moment. We've got it's, absolutely it is none. And I, it needs turning around quite quickly, So I we're think. still good enough to win the league? Um... Based on yesterday, no. I think we're struggling. And for me, every time we do something um, to, to sort of put a mark marker down to everybody else of going, this is our league, Notts County go, I don't think so. And I've seen Notts County play. Oh, this is going to be controversial now. But Notts County look good. And I think when Notts County are at their best, when I've seen Notts County at their best, they look better than us at times. They really do. And they've proved that by beating us once. Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to go, why are you saying that? I'm just being honest. Yep. You know, and they Notts County look very good. And I don't think, you know, I think a lot of people thought, right, we're walking this league. Notts County finished wherever they finished last season, fourth or fifth or whatever. They're not going to be a threat. As long as they've got Ruben Rodriguez and Langstaff in that team, they're a threat. Langstaff is being um, looked at by Premier League or higher. I was going to say higher, higher leagues than yeah, they there's, are there's at the moment. Yeah, there's four uh, championship teams that I've heard are looking at Langstaff. So we just moment. need to pray that he gets bought and we don't have to worry about him. I don't think Langstaff, or he gets injured. I don't no think offense. Langstaff would be the player he is without Ruben Rodriguez, though. He is class. And I don't think Rodriguez is going anywhere. So Rodriguez is Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And I think when he leaves Notts County, he's going abroad. I don't think he's going anywhere else. So that'll here. be a few years and down I th- the line. I genuinely think he f- he's happy there. And I don't think he's going anywhere. So I think whoever, you- as long as you put a half de- decent striker in front of him, mm. I think he's he's... You know, he's feeding them. So I, at the moment, to answer your question, it's a little bit long-winded. I'm not sure. Did you do a little bit then? I did do a little bit, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I Remember d- where you are. Yeah, I know. As, at the, as of now, no, we're not good enough to win the league based on what I've seen Notts County do. We're not. So um, it, it needs to change. It needs to get better. And yeah. I'm not saying we won't win the league because I'm hoping you know, a little bit more strengthening in, in January. Strength and depth, strength and depth. Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Eastleigh. Our next away game, 10th of December. Yeah, so that's next Saturday. It is next Saturday. What's, what's, what's the crack with Eastleigh? Right, well, um, I haven't bothered with top scorer and all that crap this week. Because you usually get it wrong. Because I usually get it wrong. And like I've said previously, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm sick of looking like an idiot. <laughs> I, I look an idiot enough when I'm doing the quiz, so, you know. Yeah. So, they're currently eighth at the moment on the table. Okay. Um, and on the table. Mm. Is it in the table or on the table? In. 
in the table. I mean, if you put an apple down, that's on the table. Yeah. I would say somebody would be eighth in the table. Okay. Uh, regardless, they're eighth. Yeah. Uh, last season, they finished 19th. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, their last three games. Mm. So, they obviously played um, Boreham Wood yesterday. Yes. At home. Yeah. They won 1-0. Okay. Um, and then before that, they played away. The last two games are away. Altrincham yeah. 2-1 lost. Yeah. So, they lost. And then Maidenhead away again. Two lost. one lost. See, yeah. they were a strange one. Last time I looked at Eastleigh, I think they were fifth in the table. Oh right, okay. And it shocked me really yeah. that they were they were up there because um it was, you know, like you said last season, they were right down, you know. I think it's is it positions twenty one to twenty four get relegated, is it? Well it isn't it seven to what seven to two that have to go through the playoffs. I can't remember. But I'm sure it's I'm sure for, anyway, anyway. They, they were ve- <laughs> yeah, we're veering off here. <laughs> But uh, they were they were very close to um, relegation. To, so what what what's your predictions? Oh, just to mention predictions, we both got ours wrong. Nobody said one or so. drastically wrong. I drastically think, and wrong. I I'll, I always do like a post, don't know match yeah. days, and I always ask people's opinions on what their score predictions are, and yeah, nobody got it right. No, <laughs> nobody got when because we, we always have such faith in the lads. Yeah, no. we always. Well, Obviously, fair for those. I went for 2 0, didn't I? I can't and when we, I went for. And when we went 1 0 up. 4 1, I said. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Yours was massively I wrong. got the one goal right. Yeah. Um, I went for 2 0. I think when we went 1 0 up, it was one of them scenarios where I think, oh, right, they're going to have to push a little bit now. They're going to leave some space in behind and we might get a second one. As it turned out, there was a second goal, but it wasn't us, was it? So, uh, anyway, prediction for the East League game. Right. I'm going to say. 2 0. I'm going to go low. To us. To us, yeah, obviously. Why would I go for Eastleigh? I don't know. Do you know the weird thing about it? We played so bad. Um, Are you going to say like 1 all or something? No, no, because I don't. If I did say 1 all, I don't think that would be the most ridiculous scoreline, to be it's honest. Point, isn't it? Based on, based on how we've been performing, I don't think 1 all would be that yeah. ridiculous, to be honest. But I'm going to go for a low scoring victory. Eastleigh. You have to remember, they're the time wasters, aren't they? Oh, my God, yes! They're the spit, the spitfires. I mean, oh, whoever's God. got a season ticket for them, my God, I salute you, because they are dollars dishwashers to watch. They're awful. They, they were pretty bad. When they came to the race course, they literally were wasting time. Oh, my God. the first minute. Yeah. It was horrendous. And I just think teams like that, Quite... Don't deserve to win. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't deserve to play football. No. But I think sometimes they they do disrupt your rhythm. That's their whole the whole point of it. Who's telling them to do? Is their manager telling them to waste as much time as possible? Yeah, because you want what you want is especially away from home. You want to disrupt the rhythm of the other team. You don't want them getting on a roll, and you don't got chance after chance after chance, and all of a sudden they've got all this momentum, and you know so they, they they'll try and calm it all down yeah. with a sense of right okay waste a bit of time here take long with the throw-ins goalkeeper he's an absolute idiot because he wastes the ball must be in his possession for about 30% of the game the amount of time he takes to take goal kicks <clears throat> might be a little bit different when they're at home yeah I'm not sure all of their fans are there yeah I'm not sure but if they play like they did away I'm gonna go for 1-0 I am a 1-0 Wrexham because I just think it's hard to get any sort of rhythm going 
uh, against a team like that who persistently sort of do that sort of thing. Yeah. So, what did you go for? 2-0. Two 2-0, nil. Two nil, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be quite tough. I think attacking-wise, we sort of struggle a little bit away from home, haven't we? You know, especially recently. So, I don't know. We'll wait and see what happens there. Yeah. So, a little bit of news um, from this week. Uh, so, we got Coventry in the FA Cup. Fingers crossed we're going to be going to that one. Yes. Maybe, hopefully. Yes. Well, they, we should get a decent allocation for that. Hopefully. Somebody told me that the away end is 5,000 capacity. But Depends they, whether they... Yeah, if they give it us all. Yeah. But they cap it at 4,500. So, that's a nice, decent amount to... To be to be getting tickets, so fingers crossed we'll get that one. Yeah, um, I think that's on the seventh of January. It is, yes. Interesting point. It's. I uh, made. Th- can I say that I made this interesting point to you? If you want, but you stole one of my points before. Well, so. this is a good. This is a good point. Yeah. We were in bed, and uh, I'm not sure that really. No, I need to say matter, that. No, um, and I was googling. Yeah. And I was like, I was googling the Coventry team just to kind of get a bit of background yeah. on them, and I realised I was like, God. That's a really unusual name. Yeah, yeah. So I, I delved into it a little bit more. And actually, Kyle McFadzian plays for Coventry, who just so happens to be yeah. the brother of our Callum McFadzian. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite an unusual. I've never heard that name before. So I thought no. it can't, it can't, that cannot be coincidence. Yeah. And I said to you, didn't I? I said, I wonder if Parkey will play him. Will play Callum, I and so. I wonder if the Coventry manager will play. Yeah, and I, I think... wonder, and I wonder. I, I didn't look too much into it, but I wondered what sort of position defender. Kyle play. Is he a defender? Yeah, he's a centre back. So, so he's. He, I think he's pretty much their their regular centre back as well. So he'll be playing. He's a lot older than Callum, though. He's his. He's, he's thirty five. Right. So, so it's a bit of McFadzian on McFadzian action. It'll be. I, it'll be interesting to it'll see interesting. how the, the dynamic between them yeah. on the pitches. Um. Other news, so Jordan Davis, we've we've sort of touched on yeah. uh, about missing him. Um, so he is out for three months. Up to three months. Up to three months. But we obviously got told six weeks for Mendy and he was out for eight. So it's one of them where you go, you don't really know. It depends it's, how it's, his recovery is. It is. It? He's quite a young lad, though. So you would hope that yeah. his recovery is good. Um, for his age as well. I think it's generally as you get a bit older, you struggle to recover. And from I think as injuries, well, so. he will be very much like, right, you know, what do I need to do to get this recovery over quickly? You yes. know, he'll be his, you know, his goal will be to get back into the team. Keep focused on exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, he is a miss, but it's one of them, isn't it? Because he wasn't really playing before, before he went away, but I think. Whoever you decide to play, you need that other player as an option. Yeah. If you start with Lee, you need Jones. Uh, you, Jones? You need Davis as, as the and option. You definitely need Jones all the time. <laughs> if you start with Davis, you need Lee as the option. And you just, yeah. that's what you need. And I think I wouldn't be too surprised if in January we see a sort I, of an attacking midfielder purchase. I think he's been put on. Um, I think Parky did an interview, and I think he has actually said that um, before. Davis had his injury. They were looking for somebody yeah. anyway. Whether that was just him saying that to save face, I don't know. Yeah. But they are looking for somebody else. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get a good, uh, good signing for that. A um, couple of other points. We're not going to uh, sort of spend too much time on these, but the National League streaming service um, that was sort of being mooted for a while, mm-hmm. uh, That's they're doing a soft launch on the 10th. I'm not sure what soft launch is. No, we're not really. So that's why we're not going to go too much into it because no. we're going to wait and see. 
And I think what we're going to do in next week's podcast, we're going to discuss it a little bit more in depth. I think the soft launch is on the 10th. It and is. I, and I think the plan is for the full launch of the streaming service to be for around the Boxing Day sort of games. They said about two weeks, which is about the Boxing Day game. Yeah. I have got some information about that, though. A lot of people have been um, complaining about that, we're, that Wrexham are going to be making loads of money from it because obviously we've got our international fans, yes. haven't we? But a statement was put out saying, under the proposal, domestic fans would pay a £10 match pass, yeah. while international fans would get the stream free of charge. And this is in a bid to ensure Wrexham do not gain financially on other sides, given their increased exposure in light of their recent Disney Plush plush plus documentary um, and it also says Wrexham are also proposing to contribute 100% of profit made from the streaming of each match to the National League for distribution or allocation as they feel appropriate that's nice and so didn't have to do that did no they, exactly honest, exactly yeah. see this is the thing Ryan and Rob yeah. are trying to do everything they can not just for Wrexham but they're trying to make it a fair yeah. Uh, a, you know, a fair thing for all National League teams. But in 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 an actual fact, before um, before all this National League streaming stuff, um, we were going to do our we were trying to do our own streaming, yeah. weren't we? And yeah. all that money that we were going to do from our streaming was going to go back to the National League anyway to get sort of yeah. spread about. So regardless, so. the National League teams are going to do well our wrestling. <laughs> so stop slagging us off. Yeah. Get behind us. Yeah. And shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Um, quick one about the World Cup. Do we have to talk about that, really? Oh, I don't know, really. No, it's let's not. Good. Yeah, no, we've got to, haven't we? No. So, um, Wales obviously played England um, last week since the since the last uh, podcast. Um, what did you make of the game? It, it was, as the other two previous games, it was yeah. dull. I thought, I thought they very much did their job. Uh, Wales in the first half. I thought they, they stayed very solid and Joe Allen yeah. had a little bit of a chance towards the end of the first half. And I think that's the best we could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. I think it was a case of, right, just stay solid, keep them out, keep them out, keep them out. We're not going to get a lot of the ball. Let them have 70, 80% possession. Just stay solid. And then hopefully we might be able to nick something later on. Um, it didn't happen like that, did it? Because we absolutely capitulated in the second half. Well, yeah, they did. You know, Bale didn't come back on. I'm not even. I don't even know why he didn't come back on. Was he, he injured? He was, was he? never gonna. He, I think if we'd have got through, I think he would have struggled to play play all the games. To be honest, he has Nico all, came off as well, didn't he? After he, he concussion, got, got smacked in the face with a ball. But yeah. no, it was it was one of that. I, I if I'm honest, I I was a bit worried it was going to be more when they scored two goals in a minute. I thought, right, this is over now, but let's not get them anymore. Yeah, let's not yeah. let them have any more. I just, just as a point, I'm very proud of the Welsh team for yeah. for getting to a World Cup and allowing me and Sean and my son to see Wales at a World Cup. Which I'll be honest, you know, I'm 40. I've never seen them at a World Cup before, so it's nice for my 10 year old to have seen them at a World Cup already. Will we get to the next one? I don't know. It's it's one of them now where it's it's difficult to see how we're going to replace some of the players that are at the end of their career. We need to get Mullen in our in our Wales team. Yeah, maybe. Um, but <laughs> I think you know the the twenty sixteen Euros when we had that amazing Euros. 
And a couple of years before that, very much felt like the start of something. Yeah. The start of Wales being great. And I think now, as sad as it is, this sort of feels like the end of something. You know, you've got Bale, you've got Ramsey, you've got Joe Allen. They're, they're all in the twilight years of their career. Yeah. And who is replacing them? I'm not sure we have them sort of calibre of players coming in to replace them. I think in a few more years, Nico Williams, I mean, he he's a half-decent player. I think he could possibly be the next Bale, maybe. Maybe, because Bale started as a, as a wing-back. And, you know, you just don't know. You don't know how players... He was a left-back, Gareth Bale, yep. ultimately. And he developed into the player that, you know, that we've seen over the last few years. So... Not the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. Oh, well, there you I'll go. I'll give you that I'm one. I'm learning something. Yeah, I'm not sure he, it will, but who? I'm not sure many people would have thought Gareth Bale would have developed but into the player he was. Nico Williams can't play on his own, can he? He needs a team around him. But having said that, Gareth Bale has very much played on his own on many occasions yeah. for Wales. So yeah. it, it, you say that, but yeah, the, he, the people definitely can. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, other people who've got in touch. My, so, I'm going to be honest. Um, I because I'm not I'm poorly. I haven't really looked. You're such a brave soldier. I am. I honestly, know, I know. Right. So we had um, David Williams, who yes. is no relation to me. Your brother? It's not my brother. No. No. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Just another one called David Williams. I don't okay. think it's my brother anyway. Um, he said, it's a weird comment actually, so I don't think it was my brother. Yeah. He said, I was sceptical at first, but the content has improved massively since the first episode. Keep up the good work. Oh, about us? Yeah. I was oh. a bit, you know, uh, to be fair, I, I, you know, I was thinking, I mm, don't really want to air that. But the fact that we have got good since the first episode. Yeah, we've got better. Yeah, yeah I think that's a good, a good comment to put. And we had Carlo Wilson. Yeah. Gotta love this guy. Yeah. Um, Lee's goal was stupendous. Obviously, that was the um, the game, hope last home game. Yeah, Farnborough. Uh, yeah. Uh, he said, I'm inviting people to to subscribe to your YouTube channel. Let's get to 500 by Christmas. Ah, oh, thank you very much. We love much. you, Carlo. Yeah. Um, Nigel Coulton got in touch with us yeah. um, on Facebook Messenger. He said, morning, guys. Great, great content, as always. A uh, couple of topics would love you to hear you discuss. Yeah. Wrexham ladies yeah. and their continued rise, yeah. which we are looking at. Um, We're get, putting gathering a, some information about them because it's not very easy to get information no, about the ladies. And I, I'll be honest, it does look like this is just we just sit down and talk, but there is actual planning and preparation <laughs> yeah. that goes into this. So we are putting a piece together at the moment about the Wrexham ladies, and yeah. then what we do, we try and do is if something sometimes things become a, a regular part of the show. But we will, we're putting something together and we'll see how that goes. But that's coming soon. Yes. Anyway, Nigel. Um, so he wants us to, because obviously we ask people what they want us to discuss. Yeah. And we've, we have discussed in the previous episode um, about the food issue. Yeah. Um, and he said that he thinks that he's raising again because it hasn't improved. Okay. Um, and there's still massive issues in the tech end, which I believe that's where he sits. Uh, yeah, there's, um, yeah, definitely. I've heard a few complaints. Yeah. That, so. Ticketing, how best to allocate. Yeah. Um, and also coming up January transfer transfer window. Do we need a midfielder now? Now after Jordan Davis injury, where yes. else do we strengthen? Yes, we do. It's a short answer. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Nigel. Um, Facebook comment: Tony Gibson, great job as always. I see the importance of Jones more clearly. Amazing player. Mm. Like in a lot of sports, I'm guessing just because a lineup is exciting to watch doesn't mean it's the best option. Correct. Very true. One hundred percent. 
And finally, we had a message from Sam Bolsworth. Bolsworth. Yeah. Um, he put another great episode. You guys make my overnight shifts at the grocery store exciting and fun. Oh. Um, and I was thinking about helping out other clubs, like we mentioned in our last podcast. Yeah. Um, and he says, I feel like I'm more on the side of not helping. However, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be able to, to not donate to a club that was about to be shut down or something similar. Yeah. Um, and he said, do you think that newer football fans, Wrexham fans, mm. um, like myself, mm. may be more likely to say no to helping other clubs and older supporters are more likely to help? Definitely. I would say so, because yeah. I think a lot of the older supporters have been through that sort of scenario where struggling for money and mm-hmm. need to bring some money in. So I think definitely older supporters understand the plight of clubs. Because he, he said that um, he kind of, he's in the same opinion as me and his dad is in the same opinion as you, because obviously he's an older Wrexham fan yeah, yeah. and Sam is like me, a newer fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so thank you very much. And he knows how to pronounce my name as well, which is amazing. That's good. So thank you for that. Um, just a quick point, uh, Dragon Chat, which I try and mention every week. It's a mental health peer support group uh, that is available to people every Thursday. Um, it starts at 7pm to 830 Um, There's a link down in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Um, Alternatively, head over to um, the Wrexham AFC Facebook page and it'll have all the details of how to get on that Zoom call. Um, So I'm just mentioning that. Um, Oh, we're running out of time. So let's get the quiz. Um, Just before we get on the quiz, if you do want to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter, Facebook, all the socials. um, And our email address is the longest email address in the world, but it's me, the wife, and Wrexham AFC at gmail.com well done thank you well done proud of you right i've what i've noticed uh is on these quizzes yes. you, you you sort of struggle with um the sort of struggle no no you sort of struggle when i ask you questions that uh happened more than a week ago so i've tried to condense that down for you to make it a little bit easier okay so <laughs> all of these questions uh, relate to um, the last 48 hours oh, in the world of Wrexham AFC oh to God. try and help you out, okay? Oh. So, question one. Yes. Are you ready? No. So, we were at York on Saturday. We were. What was the name of their ground? The L-N-E-R Community Stadium. Well done. Didn't think you'd get that, to be honest. No, it's a shame. <laughs> right. Question two. Which one of these Wrexham players was not substituted in the game on Saturday? Anthony Ford, Callum McFadden, or Jordan Tunnicliffe? Anthony Ford. Correct. Well done. I thought am I going to get five out of five? Well, we'll see now. <laughs> Question three. In what minute did Rex... Uh, sorry, I will start that one again. In what minute did York score their equaliser? Was it the 90th? The 92nd or the 94th minute? It was the 90... Did you say 90th? 90, 92, 94. 90. Incorrect. Oh, it was 92, wasn't it? It was the 92nd, ah! yeah. Um, number four. You are going to struggle with this one because you've already sort of mentioned this and you didn't know it then, so I don't think you're going to know it now. Oh, okay. Who scored York's equaliser? Was it... Okay. I have three options. Okay. Calm down. Was it Manny Duku, Lennel John Lewis, or, Gu- uh, or Gus uh, Mafuta? 
Ooh, it's like the, the first one or the last one. I'm going to go with what the first one. Which was Manny Dooku. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> well done. Okay. Um, what was the name of the stand we were sat in for the game? And for anybody playing uh, playing along at home who wants to play, we were in the stand because there was two stands that were Wrexham fans. We were in the stand behind the goal. So what was the name of the stand that we were sat in? It was the North Stand. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Don't pat me on the back because I was... No, it in. sounds patronising when I say it. It always does, but well done. High five? Yeah, man. Can I just high five you for, for soldiering on through this podcast? You, you've done, oh, on, you've done it proud. I've, You're really good. I've done my best. You can go back to sleep now. I'm gonna, I am going to have a lem sip. I'm going to put my dress. I nearly did this in my dressing gown. You said I'm going to. You said I'm going to wear my dressing gown just to show people how poorly I actually. No, am. that's not what I said. You absolute <laughs> liar. You liar. You like I'm fishing for compliment for sympathy now. Um, just one thing to mention before we go. Um, we we'd, we'd said before um, that um, we were trying to get all the states listening to the US yes. states listening to our podcast. Yay. We now have Arkansas and also Maine. Maine. We're, we've got one left. North Dakota. North Dakota. Why aren't you listening to us? Please listen. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and just a, a little welcome as well. Uh, there's a new country that's actually started listening to the podcast. That's the Faroe Islands. So, hello. Don't even know where that is. The, the, <laughs> I'll show you on a map. Sounds Egyptian. It's not. No. no. Okay. No, I can see why you'd think that, but no. <laughs> uh, so, hello to you if you're listening in the Faroe Islands. But yes, North Dakota, please get somebody listening to our podcast. In somebody travel to Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Go to North Dakota yeah. and listen to us. Yes, please. Well, thank you very much for tuning in uh, and we will see you again next week. We will. And hopefully Ryan will be better by then. Yay. Bye. Bye.